0: Once upon a time, I ran out of windshield washer fluid for my car. Okay. And so I just might I haven't even started the story yet. It's not that boring. It's a good story. Okay? Okay?
1: Oh Ahmed, I've heard this one before.
0: of crow. Okay? So here I am. Um, windshield wiperless. Wiper fluidless. Um and so I would uh, I would be driving around and then, you know, something would get on my windshield or I would like get a foggy windshield and the person would be like, oh, just like use your fluid. And like, sometimes they even go so far as to like slap your little stick in your For car, you? right? And then it goes oh, and it just, it screeches across <laughs> the window and you're like, I don't have any fluid, leave me alone. And so like, I found myself, I constantly was having this conversation with my passengers because. I had succumbed to AP, to analysis paralysis, about my windshield wiper fluid. I was like, oh my god, like, I can just like make windshield wiper fluid. All right, so I go online, oh, and that's I, the
2: worst. yeah,
0: so I go online, and I like look, okay, so I'll just like get some water. I'm like, what's like, what kind of soap should I use? So I looked at like what kind of soap I should use, and I was like, uh, you can't just use water because it has like microbials that'll block your little windshield wiper spitters. So I was like, oh, okay, so I had to get distilled water so I don't have microbials. Okay, so distilled water, makes it with this soap and there's like oh wait wait you can't just use distilled water because like if it's in your car it'll freeze um just like if you leave your car out overnight so all the water (laughs) long story short I just up taking like I end up taking like a week just looking at like trying to find good distilled water with a good ratio of like salt and chemicals so that I can get windshield wiper fluid home brew and then put it in my car i'm with my dad and he makes a comment about it and we were actually at the gas station and i was like oh yeah no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna just like do mix this and i go go on to this like six item grocery list that i need to go buy so i can make myself windshield wiper fluid he walked me into the gas station and i did not realize that windshield wiper fluid was like two dollars it's literally like a pack of gum to fill your car with windshield wiper fluid and i'm like i'm spending at least 15 dollars and like weeks of like planning to get this windshield wiper fluid just made it was like let listen, listen this I, I didn't need to do all this i could
1: oh so yeah no i I, I, tr- I can just imagine the look on your dad's face of like <laughs> How can you fail me like this, child? I touch you you better than
2: this.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, I just chuck in any water when when I run out. You fool. You fool. What if it freezes in in Qatar? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Finish that sentence, Ahmed. Finish that sentence. (laughs) But
0: but, but what if your windshield wiper spitters go get clogged by, you know, water scum, you know? There's a lot to take into account. You gotta do
2: your homework. The salt.
0: Right. What about the pH of your windshield wiper fluid? What are you gonna like have it basic and not melt the microbials off
1: your friggin' windshield? I've survived this long, so. I'm good. You can still see
2: through your windshield, right?
1: Uh, I mean, how are we defying visibility?
2: (laughs) 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 I'm
0: so concerned. Welcome to Third Culture Block, a place where we have creative and sometimes serious conversations about everyday experiences that shape the stories in our corner of the human narrative. I'm Ahmed Mustafa.
2: I'm Saad Jibreel.
0: And I'm Mohammed Ismail. Pouring my brain into this one application that refuses to stand
1: up. Which application was this?
0: It's a cool distributed system that does like a bunch of like, like data streaming. So it like uses a lot of customer data to give you the right homepage, right? So mm-hmm. say for instance, you have a lot of data on your traveling, right? But you don't have the Capital One travel card. So when you go to CapitalOne.com, mm-hmm. it's gonna put like travel card on the front page, right? Versus someone else who like, we have a lot of data about them going out to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. And they come to CapitalOne.com and they get the saver card, which is like our, um, cash back on eating out card or whatever
1: is it better and easier to work as a single person when creating code for this or is it better to be a team
0: um so it's kind of hard this one specifically because like this is actually the second version of the application the first version was built by a team that's no longer with us they all died in horrible ice cream accident no they just hey, left the company so nice. um Whoa. and then the people who made version two have all left like our, our group, our, the site or whatever, gotten different jobs. And so, like, it's at a point where I was there before, like, the last person left and a couple other people. And so, like, we all know kind of odds and ends about it, but we don't know the whole application. So it was really helpful for me just, like, I ended up just working really late today and just sitting after work. Mm. Just, I didn't have a meeting, so I just, like, put some music on, um, put some YouTube on, and then just, like, poured through it. And so I was able to, like, fix it and deploy it into, like, the testing environment for them to test tomorrow. And I figured out the problem, why it doesn't work in, like, the other testing environment. So I made changes for that, and I got to test it myself. But, um, yeah, so it was good progress, and I, th- I have suspicions. And once it start w- starts working in the testing environment, then I can just copy whatever I did, and then it'll work in, like, the customer-facing stuff. So it should be good. But it's just just like, it it is nice to build it with a team, but like when you're trying to understand it, it's just, everyone's trying to get it fixed and just patch it, whatever. Mm. So Mm -mm 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 -mm. rather than just like trying to understand everything. Yeah. Because I was
1: thinking if you're working as a team, then because with code, there isn't just one way of doing something, right? Mm -hmm. So it could get a bit messy if everybody's like, well, I want to do it this way. This is my methodology. And then, yeah. No, would it, would it still gel?
0: Well, yeah, no. Tomorrow we have uh, actually something along those lines, where it's just like there's coding standards, um, and so like the way that programming there's it's so it's 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 pretty interesting. Um, I don't I don't know if it's like interesting for now, but there's like uh, the way that most people program is something called object oriented programming which actually isn't the best way to program for computers but it's the most human readable and the most easy to collaborate on so mm. like you have all of these languages that kind of have different styles that they recommend and then everyone has their own stylistic change on how that happens um, and so you can solve things differently but it if you you, but you do it in an object-oriented way so that it's kind of legible right so you just like right when you pass it off to someone else it's like easy it's annoying when two people are working on the same like program separately because then they have to like meet again and then merge all the changes and like if there's like incompatible parts then they have to like discuss like which part to do it so it's it's usually better like You cut the application into a bunch of different discrete parts, and then all of those parts Mm, mm, are like worked on separately, and then you you mesh them all together. So, like for instance, like I would teach you kind of like Jinja (laughs) templates or something or blueprints. So, those are like little templates that will generate HTML um, into like the designs that you want, and so you can like generate the different views and designs and templates. And then I'll have, I'll be working on the back end, which will like throw data into those. So you'll be like, I want data here and just like put a little pocket and I'll be like, all right, I'll just plug it into that. And so we work on it separately, but we're working together.
1: So it's a bit like animation where they each, they break up the scene. And then for example, one person will have, okay, you animate the ears, you animate the nose, you animate the smile in this scene, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they work at it for a few weeks. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. Exactly. So
1: it's, it's linked, but. Not in a way where if I was to animate the ears in a specific way, it would affect the animation of the smile.
0: Yes. No, exactly. That that kind of methodology works well because you're not spending a lot of time thinking. Like you think about the whole product one time, right? This is what we want it to do. And like, it's a matter of like constantly prototyping and trying to do it. Whereas like, I feel like when I'm starting a project, I really suffer from like analysis paralysis where I... Um, you know, think of, okay, what's the best way? Like, oh, there's all these different ways. Let me think about like this, 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 and this, this, this right? And just like, I, I can do it kind of however I want. So it ends up like, feeling like, well, it ends up being I have 30 tabs
1: open on Chrome and it's like, okay, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> exactly. haven't done exactly. anything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's it's very similar to, to a lot of other creative fields, right? Because yeah. it's uh, people assume that when you talk to a cre- creative person, and uh, I genuinely believe that coding is also a form of creativity, that if you just tell them, go play my child and create something, that's horrible for us because we need some boundaries of like, I actually need it within this. I want this sort of color palette or I want it to do this. Mm -hmm. That confinement helps us because it helps us get over the analysis, uh, paralysis by uh, analysis. It helps us get, gets over. um, It helps us get over. Analysis paralysis. Henceforth known as AP. (laughs) AP. Yes. Please.
0: (laughs) For all of us. No, but yeah, I, I, I think that's definitely the case. Like, it helps first and foremost. Like, right now, it's super easy to work on the application that you made because it's like there's a distinct purpose, discrete kind of problems. And, like, I can just solve those problems however I want. Whereas I, like, don't have to think about every level of it and how it needs to be. Put out into the world.
2: Gosh, but no, the, the, the analysis paralysis is real. Um, I went to the hardware store today, and they had probably 20 types of plywood. Okay? And I just needed one. I just needed one sheet of, like, sheetwood plywood, that I needed to to put on top of a tabletop so I can wedge clay like I just need one thing and then you got indoor outdoor you got like water resistant non water resistant you got um pure wood you've got wood shards you've got like it's just like so many options <laughs> and I swear to god I just was like I I stood there for like 30 minutes. Oh God. Touching oh, God. them. And it's just like, and then I just, and, and.
0: Do you wish you did I, your homework beforehand?
2: I didn't know that there was homework to be done. <laughs> I thought it was just going to, it was going to be one thing.
0: Excuse me, sir. I need mean wood, table and then, wood.
2: And then they had, and then it was like, okay, I couldn't find the wood cutting station because they usually have a wood cutting station where mm-hmm. they cut it for you. And so I was like, okay, well, they only have three sizes. They had a four by like uh, four feet by four feet. They mm-hmm. had a two feet by two uh, by four feet. And then they had um, two by two. And so I got the two by two. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get the two by two and call it a day because I needed a, um, a two and a half by like almost three um, or three and a Some quarter. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't, they didn't yeah, have that. Yeah, that's a weird size. So side. I just stood there. I stood there. Should I just get that? Should I like buy a chainsaw should i just buy a handsaw <laughs> saw it myself like i just and, and and suddenly you're like then, saw
0: shopping you're on your phone like best it saw for plywood too
2: much and then a friend of mine reminded me that they that they did it and i was like, okay um i went and i looked around and i still couldn't find it because they freaking moved it and it says we relocated ask an associate and then I go and ask an associate and they're like oh it's out of order and then this other person after they told me it was out of order they're like oh only the one of the wood things out of order but the other one's fine and so then I was legit going to walk out guys without wood because it gave me that much I already have I have social anxiety which doesn't help analysis paralysis in any way shape or form when you're going into these places and you like you, you, you have suddenly have to
0: weigh like the information you yeah. have to get versus I'm going to go home now.
2: <laughs> yeah and so I just was like okay I'm just you know what this is overstimulating it's just this is too much it's too much It's just too much and but then um then I sucked it up guys and I got the wood cut hell exactly yeah exactly the sizes i want did i try it yet no because i needed to eat and then they were in the car and they just never went back outside but yeah it happens a lot i don't know how often i didn't even know it was a thing so now i'm curious to know how often it happens to other people because for me it's like i'm saying it for the pasta section and i'm just like too many pasta what if i do this pasta or do that pasta the other day, I called Ahmed seven times to ask him what kind of pasta he wanted. I was I couldn't make a decision. I was
0: on a call with my friend, Richard, and I literally had six missed calls Hello, Richard. from Wissall. Hi, Richard. Hi, Richard. I hope you're you. listening. Um, But I had six missed calls from Wissall, and I called her back twice on the call with Richard, and she didn't respond, and I was like... Concerned, I was like, "Oh my God!" We saw was calling me. She's going to die, and Richard's like, "Hey, like, I can call you back." And then, uh, so he hangs up. I get finally get a hold of We saw. She's like, "Oh, thank God, I got a hold of you. I only have like one percent battery left." I was like, okay. I was like, what's going on? What you, happened?" You
2: were like, "Are you dead? Are you
0: dead? What happened, right?" And she, <laughs> she's like, "Should we get rigatoni or Penny?" I was like, "Oh my God!"
2: <laughs> no. no. That wasn't the older reason I, I had like a multiple set of questions. Right. But it was like, and I didn't also, I should have done my research. I should have like <laughs> looked at the fridge before I left. I never do it. Like,
0: it's like the opposite. Like when you should look in the fridge and do your homework before you go out, you don't. I don't. But then when you're like, when you're like. I wonder what flavor of uh, of tomato is best for tomato pasta. And you just, like, look through 50 <laughs> breeds of tomato. And it's like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it
2: just No, it's so I needed, because, uh, I don't know. I get stuck in these situations. And then there's a lot of times where I do that whole, I'm just going to walk away because I can't think about this right now. I always regret not getting it. Always regret. Like, I don't think there has been a single time where I regret allowing it to overcome or like
0: like embracing that feeling yeah I I mean I wish that you did because like Richard when I called back Richard after I was done with you he's like hey I almost like bought a ticket to come over there (laughs) like I was concerned (laughs) like I was was there for you no (laughs) that
2: one I needed I needed to know that's why I was like I should have done my homework because I needed to know if I needed to get more like jam or something um, oh yes, yeah. you did.
0: You also did ask me about the preserves. Yeah, that's true.
2: So there was like a it was a set amount of questions, but it was qu- yeah. So anyways, um, I could have just gotten more preserves, and then we had enough. And if you didn't get them, then we could have starved. And that's
0: why you gotta always <gasps> do your homework. And The prototyping's BS. You gotta do your homework first. Okay. Hard stance.
2: But then there's a lot. But there. Prove like, me wrong. But then there are other times <laughs> where I over where I overthink it. Right? Mm. I just like overthink it and I look into it and then I start and then I stop and then I start and then I stop. And um, thinking that it and, and, and something that I could have done. And then it goes into procrastination, right? I mm. feel like
0: paralysis analysis or analysis paralysis, AP. AP. Um, is also kind of a form of procrastination sometimes.
2: Is it procrastination leads to analysis paralysis or analysis paralysis leads to procrastination.
1: I think the latter. You think so? When you suffer from analysis paralysis, your coping mechanism will be like, oh, you know what? I'll just do this later. I'll put this off now. And your mind will like, I can't deal with this. So you keep procrastinating Mm -hmm. and coming up with other things to do because you don't want to deal with all that analysis.
0: Right. But also I feel like it it makes it a bigger thing than it is. I know we saw and I had a big conversation about it recently where it's like, oh it's so hard to to write and it's like well you just write you just put it on the page and you just you just do it like everyone writes everyone does it it's like why can't i just do it she's like yeah but it's hard there's a lot more to do like around it i built it up so much in my head that i just like i can't i can't just do it you know like there's there's almost like a point of no return when you do too much homework. No, I cuz you don't want to insult anybody. Like especially with, with writing or doing art or whatever like I wrote something and I had like some people edit it and something I didn't really think about is that one of my characters his like their flaw was kind of ableist, right? It was like he doesn't really pay too much attention or like he's like very um forgetful or something, right? And that was like one of one of the character's flaws. And it kind of like I was kind of describing it like it was ADHD or whatever. And it was just like, okay, like some people actually have this experience. I can't just like call it ADHD. They can be that way, but like I can't just be like trivializing a whole person's like experience unless I do it like correctly. Or like the reason that I'm like doing it is like to, to say kind of a certain thing. I don't know. And then you start thinking about it too much. You're like, oh, well I don't want to like be overly sensitive or like too sensitive. Then I'll never write anything of interesting of interest and yeah, and so that was just a brief peek into, you know, my own. <laughs> so how'd you get over that, then? What helped me a lot is just realizing, like, okay, I'm going to write it, and no one's going to be insulted by it until it's done, you know? <laughs> so, like, Ooh. finish Ooh. it, and then you can tell if it's insulting or not. You ha- There's plenty of people you trust that can read this and be like...
2: And then you revise it, right. so you sit in that sense, you do some homework, but then you do the homework so then you take the test and then you revise the things that you got wrong on the test well yeah kind
0: of it's almost the other way around right like i do the project and then i learn the lesson right? you know like this is the unit on on uh, atoms and like and how do they interact and so it's like okay i build like the the paper mache like toothpick model and it looks nothing like the way atoms should be right and then I get the I get the comments afterwards and be like, "Hey, there needs to be like neutrons." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I like rebuild the whole thing. And it's it's completely opposite than what I've always what you learned at school.
2: To your knowledge, you be as correct and as aware and as intentional as you can. Don't be malicious. And then like you said, get it revised, get it edited and walk it through with it's kind of like like I said like you write an essay, turn it in, You got all these marks, then you go back and revise the marks with the professor to understand why you got it wrong.
1: So I I feel we've come to a very interesting point in the discussion right now because you two kind of alluded to it. And essentially, people going through analysis paralysis are wanting to make sure the piece of work they are doing is as on the spot or as correct as humanly possible and beyond Mm -hmm. and they do that because of fear of being told that oh well you made this mistake here oh my god i can't believe you misspelled this word and why is this color blue when it should have been green and Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and i feel that's a very human it's human all too human right Mm -hmm. yeah that's where analysis paralysis could actually stem from
0: yeah no, I mean, I, I feel like whenever I'm like in a in one of those research like rabbit holes, it's like I'm trying to find the best way of doing something or I'm trying to like make sure it's like foolproof forever or like that's like it it's going to be really good. And oftentimes the standards are kind of set by like the whole, you know, it's like I'm going to, you know, refer to everyone else and see what everyone else does that's like best and then work from there. You know what I mean? Mm
1: hmm.
2: And I also I find myself getting stuck a lot with like I'll have that anxiety in the back of my head of this is not going to be good enough. They're going to hate it. It's not going to be nice. And then insert procrastination because you just can't be bothered with making it and it's going to be bad. And then I do it all in one night in like less than 48 hours, like in two days finish the entire project shrimp over i have back and neck and body problems after it because (laughs) I'm one physical (laughs) one physical position for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and then after all of that worry after all of that like nonsensical irrational fear um they end up loving it and you're just like oh you're relieved you know like you did it you finished it they love it it's great but like but i don't i don't I don't know how to make it stop because it's like <laughs> I know I I I try and, and apparently it's a thing and everybody still does it even like big great big name artists who make hundreds of thousands millions off of their work um they still have that fear they still have that imposter syndrome right 360.
1: Ahmed I just imagine you waking up in the morning Coming down the stairs, and then Moussa is in the like, a hunchback in the living room somewhere, just working on some pottery. <laughs> and then she's like, and you're like, Wissal, are you okay? And she struggles to raise a thumbs up. Like, yes, I'm okay. <laughs> right. No, I mean, that li- li- what it's she's happening. saying literally happened just mine, last just year, stairs. right? There's no stairs.
0: Like, she did she did what, what was it like a, a hundred a hundred different like a hundred canvases, canvases uh, for as a, as like a commission for one of her friends, and like. She had months, months to do it. And she was, like, planning it and doing this and, like, kind of, like, putting it off, putting it on, putting it off. And she made them all in, like, what was it, 12 hours? 48 hours. 48 hours. And she, like, I just would go into the living room and just be, like, a slew of canvases everywhere and just her, like, wrapped on the floor, like...
2: Literally, my, my <laughs> spine burned. Like, like, there is a burning feeling in the muscles surrounding my spine. Like, that's, like... And if I got out of the shrimp position right it was more painful so just like sitting there shriveled away in the darkness was more like i, w- I was stuck i was, was
0: literally literally would have to just like 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 crank ha- her back yeah exactly exactly <laughs> crank her back like she lay on her stomach and i like grab her arms and just pull God.
2: Just- <laughs> Come back to me. And that's that that <laughs> position thing, this is like a side thing. That's on me. Like, whoever's listening out there, figure out an ergonomic way for you to do your creative work or any work um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, so that way, in the long run, you don't suffer. Because over time, it may be okay for, like, the first, like, few years of you working. And then... Once you hit a certain age, I'm not old in any way. Like, I'm not old. But because I have old bones or old behaving bones. So if anybody out there is listening, get yourself used to working in an ergonomic way. Um, that way, your body doesn't hate you in the long run. Um, I some, And
0: little by little.
2: I just... I, for some reason, like, I had... Specific there's like specific angles that I like to work at. Um, I don't know if it's like vision wise or it's just like the stability of my hand. But I've gotten into this way where I when I'm doing really intricate work, my my arms have to be balanced onto my body, um, and that that actually helps you like keep a stable hand. But then I'll like be crunched over, so I need to figure out a way to. I don't know strengthen my neck muscles and my arm muscles so that way i can do it at a more standing upright um position or
1: we focus on the bigger issue and we sort out analysis paralysis yeah a little every day keeps Keeps the the chiropractor away So I run this page called Libyan Words. And you would think a page which is dedicated to nothing but defining slang Libyan words. It would not be that controversial. But let me prove you wrong! <laughs> <laughs> oh, little did you know!
2: <laughs> Plot twist! <laughs> surprise, surprise,
1: For We Libyans, we like uh, the drama. <laughs> we love it. Uh, and just to build up on what we said in, in, in the other segment about no matter how much homework you do, you can only be human in terms of the result, i.e. it will not be perfect. So I like to do as much homework as I can when it comes to the word. Mm-hmm. So I will ask my dad about, you know, the spelling, pronunciation, the true meaning behind it, and po- possibly even the origin of it. And then I come up with a scenario based upon my understanding of the word, right? A short while ago, I posted the word flesha, right? which means, Flexia. yeah, which basically means a minuscule amount of a specified thing, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing controversial about that. <laughs> but you are wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Once again! Controversial <laughs> <laughs> <incorrect>. measurements. <laughs> a plot twist of a plot twist. <laughs> I posted the word, I came up with a scenario, I even made sure that, you know, the diacritic marks were correct, and and the likes started coming in and the, the comments started coming in. Then the criticism started coming in of like, well, this is incorrect because we say, Tresha, not Saisha. Oh. And then somebody else, and this is what I really don't understand, right? And this is why generally, generally, and with all humility, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what people say in the comment section. Oh no! <laughs> because, because you will always have somebody who was like, Bah humbug, you know. Right. So somebody posted. Well, you know, we don't actually say this. We say we say not mm. And if you can't tell the difference, that's because it is a very small difference. <laughs> one is t s a and the other one is chaisha right? So T C H A Y, Now they are both correct. So when the first guy posted, well, this is not how we say it, we say it the other way, somebody actually commented and responded to them and said, well, no, in the West, this is how we say it. Now, you would think that would be the end of the conversation. No! (laughs) You would be incorrect once again! This is like
0: becoming a plot twist of circles, you know, it's just like uh, Ouroboros of plot twists here.
1: (laughs) For some reason the second the third and the fourth person felt the need to go this is not how we say it this is incorrect how dare you (laughs) and then again people responded well no we actually say this this we say it this way where we are from yeah and that's when i genuinely felt the need because they kept coming i felt the need to post a story saying guys both are correct Thank you for coming to my TED talk. That's it. (laughs) That's the end of it. That is all. Why does this have to be controversial?
2: Just they (laughs) have, there has to be some, they have to like, there has to be something wrong. Like you just, you can't, it's kinda, it's the same concept as like when you go to a wedding, they have to comment on something, man. Can't a a bride just have her wedding? Like why the food wasn't good? Or do you see her dress or, oh my God, her makeup.
1: 100% and that's why I no longer care what the comment section says. For me, it doesn't matter because you will always have those people who complain, who will create an issue out of nothing Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: and start complaining about that just so they can say, oh, yeah, yeah, I proved him wrong. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) A while ago, I posted the word semaphro, right, which in the Libyan dialect means traffic lights. I posted the scenario the scenario was simafro simply means traffic lights the visual signals used to control traffic mm-hmm. person one slow down the simafro is red person two dot 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 person one slow down person two <laughs> the semafro is optional a suggestion if you like <laughs>
2: so True.
1: don't True. and then I then I wrote don't be in a car with someone who drives like an idiot be safe if you've been to Libya you know traffic lights in Libya or are optional, optional. Yes. it's it's a suggestion of. If you want to stop, now is probably a good time to stop because there are other cars coming in the opposite direction. Anticipate (laughs) dodging or evasive maneuvers. You don't have to stop, but just be ready.
2: (laughs) Red means go, (laughs) green means go. They all mean go.
1: So I posted that again thinking, oh, this is a fun word to say, right? It's it's a cool word. No. (laughs) You would be wrong. Fun (laughs) is canceled. Once again. (laughs) (laughs) so there was one comment saying this is not a libyan word another one saying it's purely italian it's not a libyan modification of an italian word it is actually a libyan modification of an italian word it's been (laughs) libyanized Libyanized. right okay the actual italian word sima was it simafore simafore is it something like that yeah yep let me let me let me pull this up because I know if I get this wrong now, they're gonna be like I'm in the comment section, oh my god now. Zai, oh we had it again <laughs> <laughs> The one oh, time has got him Oh this guy will just not give up, will he? <laughs> <laughs> so the Italian for for traffic light is this. Semafori.
2: Semafori, okay there you go. Semafori.
1: Semafori, okay? Semafori. And we say semafru. Okay. It is not the original Italian word. Right. It's the Libyan version of it. Therefore, it has a place on Libyan words. It's used (laughs) in the Libyan dialect. Done and done. And check this out. Was that the end of it? No, it was not the end of it. (laughs) God. It's purely Italian. It's not a Libyan modification. And then I said, it's really not. The Italian spelling and pronunciation is different to ours. And then (laughs) check this out. It's originally Italian, so you can't say it's pure Libyan. And then I was like, then it's a good thing I didn't. I don't understand this, right? People were literally digging for an issue. Check this out. The same individual. There are thousands of Italian words in our Libyan dialect. Make sure to mention that if you ever do an Italian word again. Oh, no. But then check this out. I I was having too much fun to honestly. I was like, but dot, dot, dot. What if I don't? and then somebody else oh my responded. god somebody else responded and this is this is the one that really got me she said clearly someone who wants to acknowledge the colonizers wait what wow. how how is why? that why all right so i was would- <laughs> man
0: well i just like like we saw what I was saying earlier like that's not even that's not even a word that people like say like like people don't say mandil or like other like other words for like tissue they say clean like right? like like
2: ras- nobody says in libya nobody says rasif they say Marshabeti. what's a marshebeti? the sidewalk oh. nobody oh. said i don't even know what lamp post or the light post is in arabi i just know balo, like literally <laughs> all of the words that, that's what you know or baruita what the hell a in and I don't
1: know what even in it. It's is. a
2: wheelbarrow.
1: is <laughs> a, a wheelbarrow. Oh my god. <laughs> the word cujina. Our our grandparents used to say the word cujina. Yeah. Cujina is based on the Italian cucina, yeah. which means kitchen. But it was Libyanized right. in that the Libyanous, ch yeah. was replaced with the j. Cujina yeah. instead Cugina. of cucina. Yeah,
0: and it's true like that. It isn't like it, like impacted by like colonialism, right? And but.
1: And it doesn't mean I'm acknowledging and colonizing. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't word. mean that I
0: am actively colonizing Libya <laughs> I, right now. It's, you it's, know?
2: it's if anything you're you you're just out, you're out there defining words that other Arabs in other Arabic dialects won't understand from everyday Libyan conversation. So you're like this is the word that I said the other day. blah blah blah.
0: Right. It's like it's like going to Tunisia and then like expecting that they if they if they use like French words or whatever, they're you're you're they're not really Tunisian or they're not really speaking mm. you're like C'est bon. I didn't know that word um i was like what is what do you mean you like because everyone everyone in in libya was like oh you gotta go to tunisia cibo cibo I it's like what the hell is cibo c'est cibo c'est is like cibo c'est c'est like french like oh how good that's you weird. know it's like cibo and I was like, like, <laughs> that, that's sabah? just like it's part of the arabic now
2: yeah it's like what
0: what even are you saying
2: i'm i'm good or i'm good hum-doulah.
0: That is and crazy. The yeah, yeah. Could
2: they say Sava,
0: but I don't call it colonization. You know, it's just like it's I mean, your it's part it's, of your.
2: So it it's for me, it's like yeah, it is colonization, but it's also like it is what it is, what it is. Like, are you gonna go back and like comb through the entire Libyan dialect and and kick out all of the Italian influence and in the in the in the Turkish. Um, influence Mm. and like you know
0: right because like if by by that point you're like you excavate all of the those influences you're like yeah we don't have any more traditions anymore because pretty much (laughs) all of them were were inherent you know um you know either from emezidia or like from other other countries that decided to just like you know this is some nice land
1: it just seems really silly to kind of say well you know if you're using that word now it means you're acknowledging the colonizers it's 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 so bizarre and that goes back to you know the the topic of the segment of being proactive versus being sensitive or mm-hmm. or trying to balance between the two you can only do you you do your homework you make the work that you're doing as good as possible and what people end up saying because people will end up saying stuff for all the wrong reasons right should be completely irrelevant to your methods.
0: One thing that we saw said that really helped me it's actually a quote from Ernest Hemingway. It's just like stop before you run out, you know leave something mm-hmm. to write for tomorrow And mm-hmm. so like that flow is what pushes you to kind of um, mm-hmm. at work to the next day the two principles of just like write even if you're writing i don't know what to write i don't know what to write and the other principle of making sure you have something to start with tomorrow that flow helps me go to the next thing even though i don't know exactly like i have a general idea but i don't know what to do to stop it all from happening at the same time if that makes sense (laughs) yeah just making sure you have something in the to start to the next day because like i have a general general idea of like the overarching story but i don't know like the kind of twists and turns that stop everything from happening at the same time right like the conflict and the resolution right there you know (laughs) big bad comes and tells you oh this is happening and then big bad gets shot in the head it's like oh now it's not happening oh resolved it's like oh you had all the tools within you the whole time okay why didn't i solve it when i first saw him it's like oh you have to find the tools in you the whole time oh god so that that kind of stuff it's like well why doesn't he know that why doesn't he just ask it's like he asks it's like why don't they just tell him it's like they just tell him now he has full knowledge of the situation it's like oh god
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) where's the drama (laughs) exactly even I mean you see that whenever we watch a movie right when we think ah that's too convenient right ah what nah it's not believable at all because that's not how life works Mm -hmm. whenever you go through something in life there's always drama right there's never and then I woke up and I knew everything I needed to know and that was the end of that
0: (laughs) and all my troubles went away till next time
2: Do you guys do you guys prefer, though, um, more realistic stories or do you find yourself thinking like, I acknowledge that this is a fairy tale and it's not realistic. And I would like to um, temporarily um, relieve myself of this ultra realistic world and like have a good positive fairy, like not necessarily fairy tale like princess and stuff, but like, like the main character lives and right. there's those sometimes because I, well, I i
0: i was about to say i kind of like that it's, it's almost like uh the horror movie effect where like they go into the closet and you're yelling at them it's like don't go in the closet no one would
2: do that right but it's just like, <laughs> like, <you're> like <laughs> but deep down inside hey guys
1: it's really dark down here and we don't know what's here let's go to explore uh, no, no don't explore <laughs> Pack your bags, okay, we're moving there's out. drama. <laughs> You there's drama and it. then there's stupidity okay <laughs> you are doing the latter right now <laughs> but you
0: love it you want to keep it you know like you're like you're saying we so all like it
2: like because for me there's sometimes where you get extremely invested into a character and then the book or the movie or the show turns real real quick on you and that character who has been one of like the three top main characters the movie is, ba- or the movie or the book is based off of finding that character or keeping that character alive, right? And then you just, you want it to end with a, and then that character lived happily ever after. But then, no, plot twist, that character is dead. And you're right. like, no, no, you, you could have kept him alive. You, you literally had to, you could have kept him alive. But you you chose not to.
0: Right. And and that's like you. Those are the kinds of big turns that like I feel like you did ahead of time. Right. Like you were building it up and you're like, oh, okay, so I want this to happen. And so you like backtrack and you leave little breadcrumbs throughout like Mm -hmm. the whole story to kind of build up this drama of like this person, you know. But like when you're prototyping it, it's like. Da 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 he dies here and it's like, oh he <laughs> dies here? Oh that's <laughs> so you go you, and you go back, right? Like, like I feel like you don't know
1: <laughs> Let me argue the other side though. Don't you find it really cathartic when something like that does happen when it's <sighs> something completely out the blue, when it's completely unexpected? It's just like an emotional purge, don't you feel that? Yeah, I cry. It's it's like a I can't describe it anyway, except for
0: the good version of a pit in your stomach, right? Like when you when you feel like Mm. you're
2: oh devastated, you're
0: devastated, but it's just like in a way that is satisfying, but not because it feels good, because it's just like it's right. Mm. I don't know. It it I'm sure there are better words and. Other languages, in English included, but I just don't have them. Ah. <laughs> oh, you know, it's like semaforo, like you turn the. You, you,
1: <laughs> no! Don't give them a reputation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that classic Libyan word, oh, okay. <laughs> semafori. It's like, oh no, no, it's not semafori.
2: Anybody want to tee me up for the question time scenario?
0: In a world where there are no answers, one time can save us all.
1: Unless it's daylight savings time.
0: Goddamn daylight savings time. What time <laughs> should it be, we saw?
2: You know, honestly, according to my calculations, it's question time.
1: Does being a third culture kid contribute to your analysis paralysis? Okay. Um, and just to elucidate, has it contributed to you feeling that you are a jack of all trades, but master of none? Okay, yeah, I can see that because you have like a lot of experience
0: when you're in a third culture background. You end up like having to travel a lot or code switch a lot, different skills valued in different places. And mm. I know a lot of kids, me specifically, actually, I didn't even talk until I was like, almost four because like I was trying to learn Arabic and English at the same time. So it's just like, I have no mastery of anything here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can say blah in two languages. Blah, um, blah. Excellent.
2: That's an interesting point. Actually. I didn't, I didn't, I was, I'm sitting here trying to think of like what, what is something that would qualify or what is something that is impacted. But it is that I guess that is language where you don't fully master one set of language. even though like English is my mother tongue there's that code twitching thing that keeps or just being bilingual um in general um, you 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 read articles you have conversations with so many people who are bilingual or trilingual um, however many multilingual uh, languages they they know there is that like incompleteness of one language so you'll know this one word <laughs> in this language and you're in the middle of a conversation and you're just like ah I know the word. I just don't know how to say it in this language. And then you leave the conversation. 20 minutes later, it hits you like a friggin' train. And you're like, wow.
0: Right. Such an
2: easy word. And if,
0: if you know, we saw, she'll just, like, ask you. Be like, H- what's that word? What's that word? Do you know? Uh, it's like grapes. It's like uh, cranberries. And she's like, yeah, cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, Like it's just like, normal words. And she'll, like, say it in Arabic. It she'll just... say it in French. And it's just like, just say it in English. It just, it. <laughs>
2: And it's on the tip it's the word th- on the tip of your tongue um, but yeah no I, I didn't realize that yeah that is definitely um, a thing that that you
0: it makes you feel bad're you're you're just like,
2: like, <laughs> it makes it really it makes you feel bad it makes you feel incomplete it makes you feel sometimes I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie and maybe somebody else out there feels this it makes me feel like a dumb person mm. so, like I genuinely lose confidence in social skills um because and you that just could can't be, like there's
0: no one who speaks the language that you don't know
2: <laughs> i am i am i will say i am the most comfortable and confident socially around people who i know are bilingual and ought to be especially ought to be uh no just ought to be i mean not even just, just Arabian Arabian because i have i have not mastered code switching but i have enough Code switching ability, or you have or, enough artillery if yeah, you have a art- place to use it, right? Yeah. So, so I have, I have enough, I have enough from each dialect of arabi to be able to feel comfortable and to make jokes, right, with, um, with people. So I feel like I, I am the most at home with someone who I don't have a little to worry bit of about. that cross section there, like, yeah, and because there are other, like I have, like one of our friends, um, I find myself saying Yani a lot. When I talk to her, and she's not Arab, but she just has that vibe of understanding third cultureness. And I just like, I catch myself saying Yani or like, you know, just random. Yeah. And so- there's
0: also that part where it's just like you're in a situation where there's an otherness. Like, I, I, for me, like, whenever I'm in a situation where there's like Arabic and I try to like put Arabic in, my brain flips to other language because English I feel like I'm more like more comfortable with. And so I'll flip to like Spanish, Spanish, Arabic. And it's just like, <laughs> no one knows what the hell I'm saying. I need, <laughs> I'm, big, I'm big. struggling here. All right, all right. Have you had like something similar, Mohammed?
1: I'm exactly like we saw, to be honest with you. I, when having a conversation, I, I just love it if somebody spoke the two languages that I spoke because I inevitably code switch. Whether I verbalize it or whether I do it in my head, it's happening all the time and just like we saw I'll be searching for that word and in my head it's like grape 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 but i'm speaking to somebody who only speaks arabic right so right. i want to say grape but then i end up going ah granab تعرف هذيك ال هذيك اللي عرفتها ولا <laughs> and basically what i've said in Arabic because oh, you know that thing right that th- you know that thing you know uh, you know yeah, it, right? that thing you know yeah. you know that thing yeah yeah
0: <laughs> my
2: f- my favorite is the thing with the thing for the thing it just she like, does, um...
0: like it's gotten to oh, a point yeah. where i have the to understand that <laughs> like it, that it was... i am i yeah. am
1: very familiar with that thing by the way <laughs> <laughs> that thing on the thing yeah it's yeah, like yeah, Libyans you know. giving directions by the way oh, uh, oh my ha- god ha- how do i get to your house oh basically so you pass the bridge okay and then there's A pile of rubbish on the right-hand side. Yeah, you pass that. You keep walking for 200 meters. And then there's a pothole. That pothole, don't get confused. You don't turn right then, right? You keep carrying on. And then there should be a chicken. (laughs) You pass the chicken. Right, no, this is is the cat. But here's the thing. (laughs) The chicken's not there there. that day. Yeah, right?
2: The one day you get there...
0: It's like a, it's like a Peter Pan, Narnia situation. Like you have to have the chicken there to get to my house. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> go home. Otherwise, you're not coming Allah for lunch.
1: <laughs> That's it. That's how it is. You can't. Well,
0: Sorry.
2: I'm, my, my, my. We ate the chicken. My aunt, <laughs> the, the, the chicken was lunch. To know the zanga, to know the alley, or the road, or the street, or the the, the way to get to my aunt's house, <laughs> the lamppost that is Tilted. crooked.
0: Right, the crooked lamppost. My favorite is, like, uh, take a left at Spongebob, like the graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> you just take a left if at Spongebob. If you know, you know. If you like...
2: know, you know there is a Spongebob graffitied on the wall in Trables. If you know, you know. <laughs> and if you don't, like,
0: okay, you come
1: ain't on. worthy.
2: That and a Pegasus.
0: Narnia's ain't open to you, baby. <laughs> uh, but yes, jack of all trades, master of none.
2: I okay, do you have to remind myself every now and then um when i do feel my self-confidence kind of just kind of
0: get take a hit
2: yeah take a hit um is is i i'll I'll find myself being a little self-conscious around um just english-speaking um people like i have to remind myself that
0: i'm smarter than people because i know no
2: that i am smart period not necessarily it's not a comparison thing but it is a just because you're unable to switch between Two languages at that point.
0: No, I mean, that's actually kind of a fair point on the EQ side, the emotional quotient thing. Mm. Though it may make you more compassionate or more emotionally intelligent or whatever, it's kind of a double-edged sword because you end up having way more considerations in your social interactions. So you end up, like, doubting yourself more and taking into Mm. account a lot Mm. more. And so you do get more of that imposter syndrome and you do get more of that, like... That hesitance. I remember there's like this NPR radio show from a long time ago. Basically, it was saying that you know poor people have to consider all of the trade offs when paying for things, right? And that constant computation, that constant balance, actually makes them perform worse on like iq tests or worse on exams Mm -hmm. because they overthink everything oh no way yeah yeah no and you're just like willpower as a muscle or decision fatigue these are both like phenomena that happen Mm -hmm. um and so imagine every decision is i'm at the house rather than considering oh like i want ice cream so i leave the house and i go get ice cream it's like Oh, I want to get ice cream, mm. but if I get ice cream, it's going to cost this much, and I'm also going to go in the gas that oh ca- takes gosh. me there, and then I have to like consider like, all right, going back, and then all the time that I'm spending doing that is time that I don't do X or Y, and then like you suddenly make uh, a simple trip of like following your hedonistic <laughs> desires, being a, all right, well, we have to have a 20-step plan and consideration ma- matrix here, and now we can make this decision.
2: That explains so much. Why? Right,
0: and so yeah, no, I feel like. Being exposed to more things can help you make better decisions, but it also will, in the wrong hands, or like even like growing up, like being young, it will debilitate you to a certain extent because you're you're considering all these other
1: things. That's a very good point. I've never really thought about that. That's incredible.
2: What pops in my head is we once had this conversation about how when it comes to material right material is just it's just material yeah Mm -hmm. so people who grow up with money are able to be um what's the word less materialistic in a sense where it's just stuff right because it's easy like you break something it's okay don't emotionally attach yourself to this item because like
1: you you can always just
2: get another one right Same thing with people who grow up with money and are creative, right? They have the privilege to mess up. You have To to fail, to experiment, fail and experiment and fail to succeed is a privilege. Right. Because you have limited resources, you have limited money to buy limited resources. You have to make it perfect the first try right. because you can't buy another one like
0: if you had like a roll of one roll of film a month right it's oh, like every God. every shot you is gonna become
2: 24 to 36 shots depending on what is the shot
0: worth got. it like am I like, can I shoot it oh like,
2: yeah I've had situations where where I'm like I'm I literally have told people I will not waste my film on your face. Like, <laughs> I have <said Okay>. that. <laughs> okay. You know? so, no, it's... How about,
1: like, how about... Look at that. that look at that intelligence.
0: emotional intelligence. Oh! You, yes, you got it. You read my mind. <laughs> no, but true. It's true. Thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to hearing more from you all. Look out for our posts on our Twitter and Instagram pages, both 3rd Culture Block, with a 3. This is Ahmed Mustafa.
2: We saw Jibreel.
1: And Muhammad Ismail.